Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So excited to have you connected on today, and make no mistake about it, this is the place where leaders come every single week to learn leadership strategies, and to be encouraged. We just believe that there's a leader emerging in you. We say it every single week, and I'll say it again and again. There's something extraordinary inside of you. It just needs to be exposed and sharpened. That's why we do what we do here at Next Level Leader Podcast. I want you to know something today. There's something amazing happening in your life, and I want you to know that we want to connect with you, talk more about it. Follow me at Joseph Walker. Three. That's Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. And let me know how you heard about this podcast. I would encourage you to share it with as many people as you can. It's our desire to reach over a million people with this podcast. Secondly, I would really like you to go to josephwalker3.org, check out our books and content and things we believe can be a tremendous blessing to you. So go check it out. You'd be amazed at how it would bless you. Find out where we'll be in your city, when we'll be there and uh, just a host of other things that we think will be a tremendous blessing and asset to you. So thank you so much in advance for just being a part. Let me tell you something. My wife and I have a wonderful video podcast on YouTube. It's awesome. It's gaining so much momentum, and we want you to be a part of it. It's called Our Life, Our Journey, and Our Truth. We'd love for you to go and subscribe to it now. Make sure you like, share, comment, do all those amazing things and let us know if it's being a blessing to you. And we appreciate you so much. Thank you for just being a part. Today, we're going to get right to this one because it's something that I know personally. (laughs) And it's about how not to let your hurt hinder you. Don't let your hurt hinder you. As every leader knows, you're going to be wounded in battle. Man, you're out here trying to make a difference. You're out here trying to help people. Man, let me tell you something you're going to experience attacks. It's going to come from unusual places, people you least expect. Hurt is very real. And as a next level leader, you're going to have to allow yourself to still function and do what you are called to do and not be hindered by the hurt. It's very important to understand this. And I want to say about out the gate, principle number one, so you don't think it's just you. Every leader will get wounded. If you ever talk to any leader, you will discover that they've been wounded. It's kind of par for the course. It's how we get our stripes. Sometimes that's what makes leadership tough business because some people avoid it because you don't want to be in the bullseye of the adversary. Whenever you are doing extraordinary things, you're moving things, making things happen, I tell people dogs do not bark at parked cars. So as a next level leader, please understand, it is going to happen. You're going to be wounded on the battlefield, trying to make a difference, trying to move people along, trying to help your community, trying to push a vision forward. It is inevitable. And every leader understands that. And so I think now 
when you understand that you're not in this place of isolation, it's not just you. You can get out of the woe is me moment and realize if you talk to most leaders, no matter what level they're on, they'll tell you, man, this stuff is hard out here. I understand it. I've been wounded. But remember, the objective of you being wounded is to keep you from achieving what you were assigned to achieve. So just because you've been wounded does not give you permission to walk away from your assignment. You got something to do. You got to lick your wounds, let your wounds heal, get up, and let's go and accomplish what you have been assigned to accomplish. So here's the deal. If you are going to be the kind of leader I know you can be, you have to do what I had to do. Confront the source of your pain. You have to go ahead on and deal with it. You have to be willing to confront it and not be evasive. Just deal with it. Hey, this hurt me. This is unhealthy for me. Deal with it so that you don't internalize the pain because the internalization of the pain has a worse effect on you than just actually sitting around and, uh, you know, and trying to pretend it doesn't exist. I, I think that it's important that you develop the courage and the wisdom to know when and how to confront the source of your pain. Now, if you're spiritual, you understand this. The weapons of our warfare are never carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling out of strongholds, meaning that if you are truly discerning, you know it's never a person, but it's always a spirit behind the person, manipulating the person to do things to you so that you will focus your attention on the person and miss the fact that there's a spiritual war going on. See, the things you're doing, I was just sharing with someone very close to me that when you are disrupting things in the enemy's territory, when you are doing things that build community, that build people, that move vision alone, to help people economically, you're trying to do things that are going to enhance the lives of other people. You're going to experience these kinds of attacks that are going to wound you. And the source of your pain is Satan himself. And that's why you've got to be built up spiritually. And you've got to know that as a leader, it's one thing to have all these extraordinary degrees behind your name and all these systems and connections, but you've got to make sure spiritually that you are built up and you are strengthened so that you can accomplish what you need to accomplish. Listen, don't generalize what hurts you. I've seen so many people do this. That's number three. Once you get hurt, all these people are this way. All the church people are this way. That's the generalization. I don't go to church because I was hurt. I don't do this because I was, you know, offended. Well, you're generalizing. And the generalization can rob you of incredible connections that could help benefit you up the road. I have seen people who I've never met who have a very low view of me, who walk by me with looks of disdain, haven't met me, haven't talked to me, but they've been hurt by people who do what I do. So when they see me, it's a trigger and therefore they assume that every person that does what I do is like the person that hurt them. How sad is that, right? How sad that that person could be walking by a blessing, could be walking by a strategic connection that can help open doors for them or do things for them, but that one person was used to really disconnect them from community and disconnect them from networks that could help them. Don't generalize. Because you had one trifling employee, don't generalize your entire team because of it. Don't, don't, don't feel that you can't 
hire a particular group of people or kind of person because you did that before and that, and that person did not represent the standard by which you thought they should have or they may have done something salacious and you just given up on it. No, do not generalize. Everybody is not the same. Every situation is not the same. So leadership understands that. But it is hard. I know sometimes you generalize because you're hurting so much and you'd rather just remove yourself from anything that looks like the resemblance of what hurt you. But I want you to hear this today. Don't generalize what hurt you. Well, you say, what should I do? I'll tell you what to do. Go to therapy. That's number four. Go talk to somebody about it. Go somewhere where you can actually have someone work with you through these areas of your life to get this stuff out of you. I wrote a book entitled Restored at the Root. I hope you read it. If you've never read it, go get it at josephwalker3.org. This book helps you understand some of the deeper layers of things that are beneath the surface. I call it doing root work. This intersection between clinical counseling and spiritual warfare is so real that often we need to triage people effectively to know that even though we may pray over them, there are deeper issues that counseling can help them walk through. And even as you're hearing me today, maybe there's a wound that's so deep and something that's hindering your leadership ability is skewing your perspective about your team and about what you're doing because you haven't gotten to the root. Root work is designed to help you navigate those spaces, to ask the right questions, to be willing to confront the demons of the past and to ask yourself, what are you willing to do to come out of this dark space? I want you to go and talk to somebody. Never become a leader who feels you don't need therapy. I'm an advocate for clinical counseling. I'm an advocate for talking to somebody. And as a next level leader, I just want to encourage you, even as you are hearing this and perhaps you're getting emotional thinking about it, but it's important that you do that. It'll help you with your anger. It'll help you with all of those random emotions that keep popping up. It'll help you become a better leader and become unhindered by what has occurred in your past. You see, because number five, offense is the weapon of the enemy. It is a weapon of the enemy to hinder you. That's the next point. That's all this is. The whole agenda of the enemy is to create enough offense that you will just stop. Think about it. How many people do you know have just stopped, stopped their dreams, stopped their vision, I don't feel motivated anymore. It's because of offense. You took the bait of offense. You cannot continue to take the bait of offense and take your hand off of what you began to do. What you are doing is bigger than you. It's going to bless more than you. There are people who have not been born yet that are going to benefit from what you have done. And so it's important. I mean, it is incredibly important that you now more than ever understand the marvelous, marvelous, marvelous moment of your life of saying, I'm not going to be hindered by what hurt me. I know what the enemy's tactics are. The thief cometh to steal, kill, and destroy. Comes to steal your dream. Comes to kill your, your morale. He wants to destroy your destiny. But the Lord says, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That's 
the zoe. That's that's abundant. That's to be fruitful. That's to prosper. That's to live the life that God told you to live. Your dream deserves it, man. Your vision deserves it. Your business deserves it. For you to be in a place of joy and happiness, for you to be in a place where you truly, truly, as Kirk Franklin says, I'm going to be happy. <laughs> I want you to understand something. Sometimes leaders have to lead while bleeding. There was a moment I talk to leaders all the time and I've written about this and taught on this in various leadership conferences on leading while bleeding. You, you'd be amazed that leadership sometimes causes you to have to bleed. And there are moments and seasons where many great leaders you know and you've benefited from are bleeding while they're leading, but they have determined to make sure that they continue on the path of leadership. They're determined to make sure they continue doing what they are called to do and assigned to do. They are not deterred because of the wounds, because they are bleeding, but they are pushing through, believing strongly that they are called to lead. There have been moments in my life when I've been wounded and hurt, but I knew I had to pull myself together. Even going through therapy, I had to continue to function. See, leadership requires you to continue to function at high levels, even while you're bleeding. I told one of my staff people, I said, listen, you can bleed. Here's a Band-Aid. And I meant this metaphorically. Put a Band-Aid on it, but keep bleeding. But never get to a point where you bleed through your Band-Aid. Meaning never allow what may be happening to ooze out in such a way where people can be privy to your pain to the degree that it starts impacting your decisions, the things you say. You ever seen that leader that's fussing, that's always angry? You're bleeding through your Band-Aid. You ever seen that person that is very pensive or they make assumptions about people that had nothing to do with them? You're bleeding through your Band-Aid. And that's a mess when you do. So you have to learn how to control bleed. You have to learn how to make sure you accomplish what you accomplish and do it effectively even while you are bleeding. I'm talking to leaders today who are leading and nobody knows you're bleeding. But I want you to know you're not alone. God knows, and those of us who are next-level leaders know, that every leader of note has had a season where you've had to lead while bleeding. Let's review what we've talked about today. We're talking about not letting our hurt hinder us, and every leader will get wounded. Yes, every single leader. It's not just you. You don't have a corner on this. Every single leader will experience this in their lives, but you have to confront the source of the pain. Every leader has pain you have to confront, and that's a part of the process. But don't generalize what hurts you. Just because one situation was that way doesn't mean every situation is going to be that way. I know it's important to be protective of your heart, to put boundaries up, but don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There were times in which I felt, <laughs> one time I said to myself, I'm not going to mentor anybody else. <laughs> I had, you know, a group of mentees and some of them just went left. And I said, oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to invest that kind of time. Why am I going to give up on people who really want it? Because a few bad apples. Why am I going to do that? Why am I going to give up on a generation of people who truly, truly want to get this right and who really understand the responsibility of a mentee for people who just were in it for other reasons? So I just believe it's important that you don't generalize and, and go to therapy. Find a good therapist. Go talk to somebody. Work it out. All of us have to do that from time to time, and it's perfectly fine. But remember, offense is the weapon of the enemy to hinder you. The enemy will always use offense. He will send somebody to offend you, and that's what the enemy specializes in, offense. It is designed to hinder your vision from coming to fruition. It is designed to hinder 
you from accomplishing what you have set out to accomplish. And sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, you're going to have to lead while you're bleeding. It is just par for the course. Every single leader, sometimes you see them up doing amazing things, not knowing that while they're doing that properly, they are bleeding. When you bleed, have a control bleed. <laughs> Don't bleed through your Band-Aid where it becomes a mess and people see you oozing out of all your pain and emotion and you're unable to actually function because every time you try to lead, your pain keeps coming through. But here's the seventh and final principle. Your purpose must be greater than your pain. I've said this on so many occasions, but I want to say it here. There's a marvelous purpose over your life. There's something you're trying to accomplish. And that thing, that thing you wake up every single day going to do, that thing that keeps you up all night long thinking about, that thing that you're so passionate about, other folks are invested in that thing coming to fruition, their livelihood depends on that thing, it is greater than your pain. If you can just hold true to that thing, your why, the thing that makes you cry, the thing that you're after, you will let nothing separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Next level leader, hear me well. I want you to know every single day you wake up, there are going to be forces trying to hinder you, using offense to hinder you from accomplishing what you're trying to accomplish. I cannot guarantee you, you will not be hurt. What I can tell you, if you follow these principles, you won't be hindered. You've got a lot to do. The reason why you heard this podcast today was to shake you back into the person you are and meant to be, to get up and go do what you are assigned to do without excuse. Everybody experiences being wanted if they are next level leader, but it takes that extraordinary leader, even while you're hurt, to continue to accomplish your objectives, to continue to be a blessing to your community, to continue to do what you're called to do. So if you must cry, cry. If you need a moment, take it. But come on back because what you have in you is so needed by so many. You are a next level leader. And I want to thank you so much for listening today. I know it was a little different. I just felt the need to talk to you at a, at a very foundational and spiritual level because I just want you to win. I want you to follow me at Joseph Walker 3. Let me know if this message resonated with you. I want you to go get the book I talked about, Restored at the Root. Go get it, josephwalker3.org. Check out my wife and I's YouTube page, Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. Maybe you'll hear some things in that space that'll help you even deal with pain and hurt. But more so, just know, I am praying for you. I am pulling for you. I believe the best is yet to come for you. Thank you for tuning in today. And I look forward to the next time we share. May God bless you is my prayer. Peace out. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph. Lee.